2: This is the show where your health is your wealth. Driving is more important than just surviving than the only thing lost. Or this is Healthy Talk Radio. Talk radio that helps you get well, stay well, and live well. Lines are open, 888-283-7272. That's 888-283-7272. What are you struggling with? Let's talk about it. Your health, your life. Remember, if the body can get sick, it can also get well. Lifestyle is your medicine. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. Your choices that you make every single day, Okay, the food you eat, the water you drink, the sleep that you get, the rest you get, the exercise you get, the activity you get or don't get, sitting in the chair or deciding to take a walk, standing a little bit at your desk, or deciding to sit all day. Those are your choices. And I'll tell you this, no one, which is the great part about it, no one can take responsibility for your health but you. You have to be the one every single day that steps up and say, you know what? I'm going to eat this and not that. I'm going to exercise 15 minutes rather than sleeping in. I'm going to take the stairs to the elevator. I'm going to keep stop circling the parking lot to find the one slot right by the front door. I mean, really? Do you see the people that do that, really? Versus just parking on the other side of the parking lot and maybe take an extra walk. Who cares if it's raining? Get an number I mean, make the choices. It comes down to the choices you're making every single day. Let's jump on the phones and go to Nancy. Hi, Nancy. I'm
3: calling about my sister who's struggling with chronic pericarditis. Um, looking for some answers. She's been to the doctor, been diagnosed, uh, but it keeps reoccurring every three to four weeks.
2: Right. So when you're dealing with something like pericarditis, something that you really want to look at, and, it, and it's something that's fairly, fairly simple because it's an itis. Remember that. Okay. So the origins of a lot of these conditions, although they have some specific areas you have to work on, they have a root condition. When you have an itis, whether, and a pericarditis, of course, has to do with the heart. It's serious. And there's several things that need to happen around that. But one core like move you could make with her, and even as long as the doctors are working with her and, and you know, doing what they do, is look at what she's doing every single day, her eating habits, because inflammation always starts in the digestive tract. Always, it's not just random. We don't. I mean, inflammation will happen if you get an injury, and or if the body thinks an, is there is an injury, that can happen too. But you've always got to look at the inflammatory process, why it happens, why it's there, and what you can do about it. And many times, if you at least, and it's not every time. It's not, it's, it's not a, a correct all, but if you start with the eating, okay, as far as her eating habits, dietary habits, getting rid of a lot of the inflammatory-based foods like wheat products, dairy products, and yes, they do cause inflammation for a lot of people. And it's not forever, but at least for about eight weeks. Cut that out for a period of time. See how our body responds. That's one of the first things. Now, am I saying that's going to get rid of pericarditis? I'm not saying that's a direct correlation. I'm just saying this. It's an itis. And anytime you have an itis, which means inflammation of whatever area, like arthritis means inflammation of the joint, then it's a good first move, first step in helping the body fight, helping the body figure out what's going on, and helping the body get back to where it needs to be. So the pericarditis, there are several other factors that need to happen, and that's why your physician or her physician needs to work with, them, with her on this because it's, it's a big deal. She's got to be closely monitored. But the question is, what can you be doing at home? And what can she be doing on the, on the day-to-day? And with pericarditis, it makes a big, big difference. Now, if they don't already have you on things like CoQ10, that's something important to look at. Also, berberine is really, really good. And don't forget, high levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which will come from... My favorite is cod liver oil. You get some of the best absorption in my opinion it's it's high in vit- natural occurring vitamin a and vitamin d which helps the absorption of cod liver oil into the cells so it's just a in my opinion a better natural option in as far as supplementation to get omega 3s better way to go but nonetheless that can be helpful with pericarditis okay and don't forget the b vitamins either that's just kind of a given but because only 1% of americans actually eat vegetables which is staggering to me <laughs> Then sometimes the B vitamins are pretty important because it's kind of like B vitamins are kind of like the multivitamin for the heart. So it's, it's one thing to look at for sure to make sure that she's getting everything that she needs. 888 283 7272. That's 888 283 7272. Lines are open with questions about your health. Now, if you haven't found a local provider in your area that believes the same way we do, then check us out. Go to the website, go to asarx.com. That's AsaRx.com. And you can find there providers in your area. We can help you find in your area that really follow our same principles. And also, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I encourage you to do that. Like, go to your favorite platform or just go to the website. We've got a whole sign-up section there. Go to the website. You can find it. Subscribe. doesn't matter if it's iHeart, iTunes, Google, whatever. We've got our, our platform, AsaRx Experience, is on every platform. And I encourage you to get it. It's out every single day, five days a week. And it's a condensed way to hear. We've got new content on there as well. But it's a great way to pick up tips that is on the show every day, but instead of a 3-hour format, it's in a 36-minute format. So it's that bite-size that you're probably looking for many times, especially if you've got a short time in your drive to work or time with the kids or you want to listen to it while you're jogging, which is a great thing. It's a great way to get that to get the motivation that you need to push everything with your health, to learn something new and to be able to apply it. And so that's just a great, people have been raving about it. So go check out our website, go to asrx.com. click on podcast or show, you can find it on either page, and then go there and, and subscribe to it. All right. It's been doing great, and we just really want to have you have that piece in your pocket whenever you want it. On demand, just for you. 888-283-7272, that's 888 So we've always heard that fat is bad, right? And I would argue that because now science is out that dietary fat, fat we eat, is actually good for us. And yes, that includes saturated fat. So there's an idea, and it's really become more than a theory. It's proven that we need a blend of different kinds of fats in our diet. Matter of fact, if you just went just, to the extreme and said, "I'm only going to eat omega-3 fatty acids, right? Like I'm all—that's the only fat I'm going to eat, which is impossible because fats in just about everything that we eat, in different varieties. But you have to have about 20% of your diet of your fat intake. Okay, so if you had to hold 100% of your fat intake was 100%, then about 20% of that fat intake needs to be saturated fat, which we've been told what causes heart attacks, clogs the arteries." You've got to have the right kind of fat. So you want to do saturated fats. You want to do what we call monounsaturated fats. And you want to get your fatty acids, your omega-3, 6s, and 9s. Now, monounsaturated fats you get from, like, olive oil. You get from avocados, olives, of course. And those kind of fats will bring those. And they're good. Omega-3 fats you'll get mostly from fish, wild-caught. Obviously, it's one of the best choices. And you need to get it from squash. But it's in a very, very small amount. Flaxseed oil is okay. People love that. But you only get about 15% absorption from flaxseed oil for the omega-3s. That's why it's not my favorite. But you want to get a good blend of fat. So fat is good for you, but you want to get it in the right ratios. That's why getting your fatty acid levels checked on a regular basis is a huge key component to balancing everything out and really keeping on top of things with your health. We'll be right back.
0: That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTee.com.
4: To be a part of the show, call 888-283-7272. That's 888-283-7272
0: Out more, connect with On Call Radio Online at network.com
2: Welcome back to the show. Triple Eight, two eight, three, seven, two seven, two. This is Triple Eight. 283 7272. So glad you're with us. Check us out on the web. Go to asarx.com. That's asarx.com. I'm Asa with you here each and every day to coach you, push you, and get you to that next level. That's what we want to see. That's why we're here. That's why the show's taking the nation by storm, 300 plus cities, and growing every single day. That's why we do what we do, so we can make an impact in your health and your life. That's what we want to see more than anything. So talking about fat and how fat is actually good for you, when we thought for so long it's not good for you, it's it's really important to understand that getting enough fat in your, your daily routine, and depending on your body weight, you want to get in a certain amount. So for the average person, usually about 75 grams a day, depending on your body weight, is a good number of grams of fat. You're thinking, man, that's a lot, not really. It's really not. And you have to have it. So fat's important for your skin, hair, and nails. Fat is important for your hormones. Fat's important for your cardiovascular health. Fat is important for your brain health, okay, your brain chemistry, for your brain to function the way that it needs to. It needs fats, okay? Fat's important for your immune system, okay? Fat's important for so many areas of your life, and that's why we need it. That's why when you get too low in fat, it becomes an issue. So... I just want to encourage you to make sure to get a good balance and ratio of fats in your diet, along with your proteins and your carbohydrates. But I talk a lot about that in my book. Okay, And if you haven't checked out our book, we I'm giving my book away right now. So if you go to myfreehealthbook.com, i giving it to you as a gift right now. during everything that our country is going through. You go to myfreehealthbook.com, and you can get your free copy. You just got to cover the shipping and handling. That's it. That's all I ask. I'll give you the book. You pay to get it there. No big deal. So scientists are discovering something about fat that I want to talk to you about in a minute, but first I want to get on the phone and go to Fred. Hi, Fred.
5: Hi. I would like to know if a body has to have a certain amount of sugar. Uh, in do, Are you supposed to have a certain amount of sugar in your diet, or can a body live without having sugar in your diet, just basically being sugar-free, except for maybe what's in a fruit or something along them lines?
2: That's a great question. So there there's a lot of thought, talk right now and theory right now in the keto diet okay which is just a repackaging of the atkins diet from the days old none of these things are new it's just marketing okay like there's nothing new under the sun with that so when you, when you talk about a keto diet which it removes all carbohydrates except for like maybe 50 grams tops if that and it puts your body into a state called ketosis where it runs on fat instead of sugar then you know that's a whole different animal, but you never completely eliminate sugars. Like it sugars are in foods. Even proteins contain like a piece of chicken. Still has a certain amount. Even if it's one gram or half a gram of sugar, still has it in there. So you're never going to completely get away from it. And any carbohydrate, okay, it doesn't matter from a vegetable to a fruit to a potato to a bean to a piece of bread. All grains; they, those are all. Any carbohydrate is a sugar, so it doesn't have to be like table sugar and candy to be considered sugar. If it's a carbohydrate, if it's in those categories I just mentioned to you, then it is a sugar. The body converts that to glucose and glycogen, okay? Which is sugar, and there's different types of sugar. Like fruit has what's called fructose in it, and it does different things in the body than say glucose. Glucose is what is turned into like a starch will turn into uh, glucose. Like you eat a potato, goes into the body, turns into glucose, and then you know, your body puts it and stores it, either uses it for energy or stores it as what we call glycogen, and it'll store it in the muscle or it can be stored and converted into fat. The, one, the, the carbs that we don't use, the sugars that we don't use, get converted into fat, and that's what everybody gets freaked out about and tries to avoid and all that. So, so sugar when you say it like that, you're going to get it in your foods. And do I think you need to go sugar-free? Well, no, because that means you're going vegetable-free, and you're going uh, brown rice-free, and you're going sweet potato-free, and and all of that. And, and I don't think that's good. I think the balance is the key for the body. That's why I don't, I'm i not a huge fan of, of like, keto and all that. It's People say all day long, oh, that's the best, the best, the best. But the body's designed for balance. I mean, if you want to do anything that's a little different, and you're, you know, I like the idea of intermittent fasting, from just from a, a science standpoint, than just about any of them. Now, in in our what we teach with the anti-inflammatory diet, and then of course in our clinical side of things, we teach that you know the balance, and and so we've got a consistent eating program based on your goals. I mean, whatever your body needs, but we've got a consistent eating type system that works mainly on cutting out inflammation. And getting the body to a point where it really functions at a better level. And it does include a partial day fast, which is what intermittent fasting is. You eat every day, but you just fast for a certain amount of hours. So it could be fast 16 hours and you eat in an 8-hour window. Uh, Some people modify it and do a 14-hour fast and eating in a 10-hour window. Like There's different ways of doing that. But that is good. It's got health benefits, definitely, that we've learned that can play a big role. So I would, I mean, for sure you can look... In those kind of options, but but to cut sugar out completely, I don't think it's wise. You've got too many too many things in the body that need it, and I don't care what they say. Yes, there is a process in the body. Okay, if you don't have enough sugar, like when you're in ketosis, the body turns into the what's called it it does a process called gluconeogenesis. And basically, what's is interesting though, because you got to think, why did God set up in the body this thing called gluconeogenesis? What what that is is basically. The body gets to a place where, if it doesn't have sugar, it will take fat and convert it into sugar, so it has some sugar to use. Basically, right? It can use glycogen. Okay, you gotta ask yourself the question: Okay, if if the body runs on sugar, right? What's the best Let's just say that for example. I mean table sugar and all that is, is garbage. Like that the body was never designed for that. I mean, you're never gonna get good health on that approach. But if the body was designed to have sugars in it and then there's a backup mechanism in case sugar's not available, that's the backup mechanism. That's not the primary mechanism. So if it's the backup mechanism, and again, God's always gonna give us a plan B. But still, the primary mechanism is to run off of carbohydrate and sugar. Now Balance is always the key. To be a part of the show, call 888-283-7272. That's
4: triple eight two 7272 We'll be back in a moment.
7: USA News Update. Former President Trump is stopping in on primary voters in New Hampshire as they cast ballots in that state's first-in-the-nation vote. We may stop at one more, and
5: uh, nobody knew he would tell me. This is pretty amazing.
7: It's a two-person race in New Hampshire between Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Most of the recently dropped out candidates have lined up behind Trump to receive the GOP nomination. All this as Trump continues to face pressing legal matters over his actions during the post-election period in 2020. He claims it will help him politically not hurt him a u.s military veteran will get the experience of a lifetime earning a ticket to the upcoming super bowl los angeles rams rookie receiver puka nakua together with the usaa and the non-commissioned officers association of america is providing a trip to las vegas and the big game for two to chief master sergeant jim sullivan i'm ryan daniels usa news
8: all right crew let's get her dug
1: Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember?
8: No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you
5: by Common Ground Alliance.
0: Find out more, visit the show online, nshapenetwork.com.
2: Welcome back to the show, 88-283-7272. That's triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. So glad you're with us. Visit us online, asarx.com. That's asarx.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you should. It's something you can take with you every single day, and it's on your favorite platforms. You go to a platform anywhere and look up AsaRx experience, you are going to find us. And, of course, it's out every single day. Join us. You can subscribe. You'll get it. It's a great way. You're in the kitchen, middle of the day doing something. Hey, you can learn something. Get motivated. Get encouraged. If you want to take a walk and you're in your car or if you're going to bed at night, whatever it is, it's a great time to be able to listen to it on your time when you want and how you want. That's the cool thing about it. Love how all this is going that direction so you can do a lot more things on your time, which will keep you more consistent, too getting the information and the content that you need. 888-283-7272. That's 888 Lines are open. Give us a call or go to that website, asarx.com. Now, talking about fat, and there's good fat and there's bad fat, right? Well, the only bad fat really is the fat that's around your waistline on your body. And there's two types of fat that actually sticks to our body if you will. We have fat cells, right? And they expand. That's what happens. It's not like you get typically get more fat cells. You've got fat cells. But they either expand or they contract. And when they expand, there's what's called white fat. And the white fat is the one that can be pretty tough on your system. I mean, that's the one that that can cause a lot of the disease-related or health challenge-related obesity. But now what they found is, is that Brown fat is actually a fat in the body that's on our body, but it actually helps to increase metabolic rate. So the brown fat is calorie burning, okay? And so the goal has always been in the research, and they've done some of this at the University of Texas, is to figure out how to turn the white fat into the brown fat. Because if if the brown fat, if you have more of the brown fat, then you can burn more fat and increase your overall metabolic rate, which will help burn calories in the body. So studies have shown that when brown fat is switched on, like turned on, it increases metabolism and lowers blood sugar levels. So like it it creates an anti-diabetes environment. Pretty amazing. But the study found that white fat can be turned into brown fat, but only after severe and prolonged adrenaline releasing stress. So that can either come from extreme physical activity that athletes do, and that's why the constant physical activity and cardio sessions and long cardio and running and, and doing all this, that increases a, an adrenaline form of stress to the body, and the more you do that over and over again, the more it switches on the brown fat to burn off the white fat. This All, all the study that I'm talking about was in the Journal of Cell Metabolism. It's a medical journal. So... The the goal here though is they said the ultimate goal is the concept that browning the browning they call it, of the white fat. If they can the more the, the more we can create that, the more you're going to reduce overall body fat, and the more you're going to increase metabolic rate, which means the body can sit there at rest and burn more calories or as many calories as it would if you were exercising. They said that's kind of the magic bullet. That they're trying to figure out. The only thing is if unless you do just massive amounts of physical activity, then they have to get the body to think that it's because the only other thing that can is non-physical related that would increase that level of adrenal adrenaline type stress to the body would be if you got burned. So if you had whole body burns, because that's you know the skin's your largest organ, but because you'd have whole body burns, the body would be in a constant state of adrenaline stress to try to heal that. And that's the only thing they have found that is enough stress to the body continually to start browning that white fat. So obviously that's not a good thing to, to for your body to be burned. So they're, they're trying to figure out a way they can mimic that in what kind of environment. So that's the study that's going on for that. But fat, I guess my whole point is fat's not bad for you. Dietary fat's good for you. You don't want to carry a lot of the white fat. That's the dangerous kind of fat that you have to be careful with. And that's why reducing your overall body fat as much as possible is one of your number one goals and should be. And that'll increase overall health in every area and can make a big difference. All right, 888-283-7272. That's 888 You're listening to AsaRx. You gotta give us a call or go to AsaRx.com. Janet in Birmingham, Alabama said, I just tested positive for COVID. Now I'm scared and I don't know what to do. So let me give you a couple of thoughts on that. Okay. So COVID-19 is, is, is obviously something that people are concerned about and should be. And if you get tested positive, but you don't have any symptoms, what should you do? Well, I, w- I would always just follow the guidelines that they've set for that. Okay, because you want to be, you want to take care of yourself, even if you don't have any symptoms. You want to be cautious with others. That's that's always a key, and you take the precautionary methods, and you know, wear the mask, and and you know, put your, put yourself into a, a safe spot. So all of that, but you know, again, if you were symptomatic or, or did have the symptoms, I know people get scared, and, and there's a lot of talk about death and and whatnot, but. Just be encouraged that, I mean, it's it's one of those things where your body has a really strong immune system, and some people are in a compromised immune state, and that's where it can be a challenge. But it's not just the COVID-19 that's do, that can do that. I mean, a, a really bad flu can do that. A, a pneumonia can do that. Uh, any infection of any kind can be harmful to the body if you're in an immune-compromised state. So it's it's one of those things where... It's good that you got tested and it's good that that you know for those around you and for yourself to be able to take the right precautions. But just focus on keeping your immune system strong. I mean that's what you can do. Take the precautions that we know have been set out in the guidelines around around this this kind of this crisis and for yourself to keep yourself healthy, protect others, but keep your internal environment strong. And those are things like eating the right kind of foods on a regular basis, drinking plenty of water, staying off of, you know, a lot of the sugary drinks, the processed sugars that you just know. I mean, it's not one of those things that you don't have a clue about, you know, staying off of sodas with high fructose corn syrup and processed fruit juices. And, uh, you know, I, w- I would steer clear of those kind of things. Drink plenty of water. Lemon water is fantastic. And, and eating multiple times a day plenty of vegetables and fruits, and really building your immune system up. You know, there's supplements that are good for that. I mean, we've proven that things like vitamin C and zinc, zinc has been shown with any viral infection to be extremely powerful. So zinc is, is another good one. And then, of course, you've got iodine. Most people don't talk about iodine, but nascent iodine, provided you're not allergic to anything like that, or shellfish, is really helpful. It builds the immune system. So look at those type of things to, to really strengthen your body. And that's that's the that's the biggest key. The the number one key in this is don't is don't freak out, don't panic. We've got enough information now through all this that you can keep yourself in a good place. Your body can fight. If you were to get to symptoms, yeah. You know, for the most part, for the most part, I mean, we have cases. I mean, obviously, you see the numbers. There are people that are that are really struggling, and there are people that have have died, and it's it's very sad. The greatest thing you can do for yourself, though, when you're in a situation like this, though, is stay strong mentally and do the best you can to protect you and yourself and and others around you and keep your immune system strong. Like, your choices matter. That's one of the biggest ones. That's what you have to focus on more than anything is making good choices every single day for your health, not just for a situation like this, but for anything, whether it's high blood pressure, diabetes, whatever it might be is making better choices Triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. that's triple eight two eight three seven two seven two. my name is asa check us out asarx.com let's go to ed hi ed i've had three broken sets and my last one uh was in september
6: uh so it's coming up it'll be almost a year but it, uh i never got operated on this time uh I don't know if I, I probably don't have enough, enough bone or something to operate on. Basically, I'd like to know if there's some, some way I could exercise because I can hardly walk. i got to use a walker. How the heck am I? I'm an old guy. I'm 73. Is there any sense me even trying to do
2: anything? Yeah, I mean, one thing you can do, and this, this is important. I mean, I would go get it looked at definitely again by your physician and have them take a look at it. But I mean, at this point, you you really want to do everything internally that you can to get the body to heal better. Now, there are some some therapies like laser therapy that can be helpful. But right now, at this point, it's going to be what you're doing internally. The question is, why did this happen over and over? Right? So that's really the question you want to get answered and want to get solved. But The question is, what is going on with that? So, if your bones are to a point where that can happen easily, then you've got a major nutritional issue going on in the body. And it's not just drink more milk. I mean, you've got a massive issue with with bone stability and strength. And that can come from not doing weight-bearing exercise. It can come from not having the right nutrition, not having good calcium absorption, not having enough vitamin D over the years. Like, all that is extremely important. So, you have to look at in a way, you have to look at your, your overall eating strategy because your lifestyle choices in a situation like this are going to be really important. So I would look at your vitamin D levels. If they haven't been checked, get those checked. Also, vitamin K is extremely important for the absorption rate of vitamin D3. So that, those two are going to go hand in hand. And then, you know, get with your doctors and make sure that there's no major issues because of those breaks that will keep you moving forward. Okay, that's where I would start. And then you can keep me posted. Send me an email or call back here on the show. Hi, this is Dr. A. to talk to you about the world's best protein for longevity called Best Amino. Protein is essential for every cell in your body to function at its absolute best. Best Amino is the highest absorbable protein more than meat, Eggs and dairy, which may only absorb at 50, 60, or 70%, Best Amino is a proven formula of essential proteins that we all need that absorbs at 99%. Visit bestamino.com. That's bestamino.com.
0: be part of the show, call 1-888-283-7272. That's 1-888-283-7272. We'll be right back. Connect with On-Call Radio and watch On-Call TV at inshapenetwork.com
2: Welcome back to the show, 888 283 That's 888 283 Give us a call or go to the website. Go to AsaRx.com. We're here for you each and every day to go to your next level with your health and with your life. It's all about reaching your potential. I want to see you become the best version of yourself, and that only comes with new choices. Now, the cool thing about that is, is that it doesn't matter about the choices you made yesterday or last week or a year from ago. It doesn't matter because the choices you're making right now, those are the ones that matter. We all mess up. We all make choices that we shouldn't. We always, I mean, the good thing is, if you make decisions, that's just, I mean, I applaud you for that. Most people get in this this place of can't make a decision for anything. You ever been around those people? It's like you got to make a decision and move. And then if it's the wrong one, you go make a new one. If it was the right one, then you made a great one and you keep moving through that one. So we want to help you make great decisions with your health. And the choices you make right now, that matters. And that's going to determine everything that you have in, in every area of your of your life. And health is remember, strong mind, strong body, strong life. It goes in that order. Your mind's gotta be strong, which will in turn give you make choices to make your body strong. And if your body's strong, your mind's strong, you're gonna have a great life. So on this show we want to help you do that. All right. Now we to talk about diabetes for just a moment. Diabetes is probably one of outside of cancer and you know heart disease, diabetes would be right there. So it's it's part of the big three, as I call it. They call it the big two. I call it the big three. But diabetes is, is I mean, it's massive, and it's growing at scale in a big way. So there's seven must-dos you have to do, I want to talk about, two, to kind of help with, with diabetes. Number one is really don't focus on, per se, diets. Okay, I want you to focus on more of the components of how you eat and creating an eating lifestyle okay so with diabetes you want to eat multiple times throughout the day that's a given all right so every two to three hours you should be having a meal and you're saying well that's a lot i've people whining to me all the time i can't eat all the time like that that's just too hard no diabetes is hard okay getting your leg amputated because of diabetes that's hard taking insulin the rest of your life that's hard Okay, getting neuropathy where your hands hurt nonstop because the nerve damage from the blood sugar, that is hard. Eating multiple times throughout the day, that's not hard. Like stop wussing out and don't whine to me about any of that. Okay? Because here's the thing about diabetes. Just realize this. You got yourself into it. Like let's just be honest, okay? Let's cut let's cut to the chase. People don't like it. When you say that, they're like, well, you know, no, it's because my grandma had it. My grandpa had it. No, it's because you did it to yourself. Type one is the only free pass you get because it's genetic and it's autoimmune. That's the only one I'll give you where I won't push on you. Type two, 100%. You did it to yourself. It's proven. (laughs) It's in the science. So no one can ever tell me different. We know that it's completely lifestyle related. Not one type 2 person that has type 2 diabetes, if you say, do you eat amazing and exercise your whole life? They go, well, yeah. No. Every one of them is like, well, no, I just I've really ate horrible. Yeah, every one of them. They know. You know. And it's the number three, roughly, largest global health challenge that we have. And in some countries, it's number one. So when you to say bye-bye to the thought of a diet and doing something short-term. It needs to be an eating lifestyle, okay? Now, number two is eating the right kind of fat. Fat is important. So... For so long, you've been told that carbohydrates are the best, don't eat fat, go fat-free, right? And you do all these fat-free products, and then the fat-free products are loaded with sugar, which leads more toward diabetes. So you always want to eat fat. Minimum 0.3 times your body weight in grams of fat a day would be the bare minimum. Okay, so if you're trying to figure out how many fat grams you need a day, and this is all kinds of fats. Everything from healthy fats like almonds, walnuts, cashews, avocados, olive oil, to even some saturated fat that you would get in meat or real butter or coconut oil because you've got to have the saturated fat for the omega-3s and all that to work and to absorb. So make sure you're getting fat in your diet. Okay, that helps to balance and stabilize blood sugar. Proteins and fats, stabilize blood sugar. Avoid, and I mean like the plague, I want you to avoid all fat-free foods. If it says fat-free, diabetic-friendly, I want you to avoid all those foods. Okay? Okay. Because they've got sugar alcohols, they've got which cause stomach issues. They've got all kinds of of, of of just junk in them. Now there's some organic ones and all I get, they're okay. But for the mo- most most deal, I mean just just avoid those. Now the other one is to, to to keep your body to a point where it heals and you don't go anywhere near the diabetes complications. Okay, like anything to do with the eyes, you don't want nerve damage, foot ulcers can lead to heart disease, vision loss, I mean the whole deal. So always focus on keeping low glycemic carbohydrates, okay? Those are the the carbohydrates like fruits, vegetables, sweet potatoes, brown rice, those kind of carbohydrates along with the lean quality protein and then a healthy fat like almonds or walnuts, cashews, something like that. If you eat all your meals like that, you're going to keep your blood sugars in check. And if you do that, it's virtually impossible to go toward all those complications. But you eat donuts and pizza and and just all that junk all the time, yeah, you're going to head that direction, no doubt. Not even a question. You have that direction. Find an activity. I don't care what it is. You've got to move. Have to move. Read my lips because you can see it on the radio here, right? You have to move. Like That's not an option. Six days a week, 15 minutes a day, you have to find something to do. If you can't move because of some kind of disability or whatever, find something you can move, okay? Get an, get an exercise thing that, that works your shoulders. It's like a treadmill. Very cool. Do something. Whatever you got to do. Keep track of all your medicine and supplements and stay on track with that. That's another good one. And know this, okay? This is like my final key. Know that you are the most important person in your whole medical team and your healthcare team. Like, we always highlight a doctor and think, oh, he or she's the best. She's the greatest. She healed me. No, you are the greatest member of your health team. Like, nobody's going to do any of this better for you than you. Like You have to be the best member and leader of your team to move this thing down the road. Because all these people give you advice, but you have to get up every day and put in the work. You've got to exercise. You've got to eat right. You've got to sleep. You've got to avoid stress. Like You have to put in the work. But it's another hour in the charts. I want to thank our producer, Lyle Valentine, Derek, Alan, John Garrison, and the rest of the team. Go tell one person something you learned on the show. Together, we can transform the health of our friends, our families, and our communities. You're listening to ASA RX, the show that helps you reach your potential and become the best version of you. ever heard that our genes are the blueprint of how our own body works a simple longevity nutritional test can show us our own body blueprint of what we need nutritionally to live our best life every day knowing what exact foods that are custom designed for your body is absolutely vital to get your longevity nutritional test go to my that's my longevity Please support us now at Fuller
0: Store.